0: Let's start. Go right into it. You know, I'm a deno. You know, I'm a deno. adeno con un adeno. I'm a se adeno con un ego. Today's year is dedicated. Leilu nishmat Yaakov ben Benjamin. Dinabat matitia Dinabat Aharon. Aserbat Mosheah. matitia ben Navi. Aserbat Eliyah. Daniel ben Prime. David ben Elyai. Prime ben Yehuda. Moshe ben David. Rachamim ben Mordechai. Racha Shem ben Nakhman Gan Eden. And for Happiest Friday. Friday. Yeah, happiest Friday? Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's you it. smell I the Shalom already. Shalom, the exciting thing is that we have a... The thing is that we're going to have a Rabbi Moshe tomorrow morning. <laughs> Anybody wants to come, please join. 9.15 <laughs> AM. We have double double Shira also. <laughs> With a double shira and in the social hall, Minyan, yes. the one and only. Yes. It's going to be a little bit noisy, but still, we're going to be okay. Oh, baruch Hashem. So, we are in the kiladot, we're in the, uh, the Palio, It's bullet point reminders for us, and we're starting like a new section of it, section Chet. Mitora mm-hmm. Torah, there are mitzvot that a person um, that we have in the Torah, atliot Ba'enaim. That are dependent on the eyes, <laughs> and we can fulfill them every day. Now, the good thing. Now, the good thing about this section. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm already my cheeks are getting red. <laughs> so the good thing about this section is that this is the mitzvot I say, It's the positive commandments. No, it's not the Meaning, it's the, it's the good things that we can do with our uh, with Study. our eyes. Study the Torah. Study the Torah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The part we're worried about is going to be next, it's going to be oh, after. <laughs> <laughs> next week. Oh, you're on vacation. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, what are, the, what are the good things we can do with our eyes on a daily basis? First, look at so, the tzitzit. So, and the... Look at the tzitzit. Yeah. Right. The, right. right. the, the tzitzit reminds us of the 613 mitzvot of the Torah as it says, this is last week's parasha. That when you see, you will remember. When you see, you will inspire. And the eyes are the windows to the soul. And when we look at the right things, it can inspire us on the inside as well. It's it's not the fact that it's something that there's something about the tzitzit itself, right? Uh, but the tzitzit signifies, the tzitzit reminds me of. And when it reminds me of it, inspires me. Right? The Torah, one of the the beautiful things that the Torah sets up for us, is symbols. Is symbols. Right when we have yeah. objects like tefillin, or it's it's not the object itself. It's not the object itself. The string. It's made of wool. The, uh, it's the string simple. is it's very simple. Is made of wool. Very but, the, but the idea of it is the Torah gives it to us to remind us of something. Uh, almost possibly in some kind of way, you know, to, to give a comparison when we want to think about the meaning of Mitzvot sometimes. So we always have to try to, dis- we always have to decipher um, what is the what is the meaning, what does the Torah want to give us. So for example, just to give a, a mashal. I'm, uh, I'm driving on uh, Middle Neck Road and I come across a, a light. And I have a red light, yellow light and a green light. Is there something inherent about the red, or something inherent about the green, uh, which is important? Is it uh, is the is the color of it something that's yes. inherently important? Yes, sure. So so the answer is no. Actually, you know yes. the the red could have been purple. The red could have been uh, but blue. But is the idea is that red signifies to me yes. something. I mean stop. It doesn't matter really which color was designated, right? It could it could have been red. It could have been purple. It could have been blue. It could have. It could have been. With the The main idea is that this color signifies to the driver that you should stop. And the same thing with the green color. It's non, There's nothing inherent necessarily about the green color, uh, per se, uh, which which is uh, which tells me to go. Right. The green color could have been a purple. It could have been a yellow. It could have been. Uh, it, it could have been any color. You could. It could have been orange. But the idea that green signifies to me, it's a signifier, it's telling me something. It's a signifier that's telling me something, and it's telling me that I should go. That's what's important. So this is the same thing with our vision. So what makes somebody a navi? What makes somebody a prophet? What makes somebody a Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, or a Shmuel a Navi or a Yirmiyahu, or Yishayahu? It's a person that looks at the same thing, same item, but see something more than the average person sees. See something different. Right? Moshe Rabbeinu walks by a burning bush, and he says, "Whoa! What's what's going on? This this means something. This mean this is this is not just a burning bush. This means you know, Hashem is here. God God is here. <laughs> this is not this is not a normal phenomenon." Right? Yirmiyahu and the beginning of uh, Yirmiyahu. What's his test? And Hashem shows Jeremiel, uh, uh, Makel Shaker, he shows mm-hmm. him uh, an almond branch. He sh- shows him an almond branch. And, says, and his test is, what does this mean? What do you see? I see an almond branch. Uh, an almond branch could mean anything. What is an almond branch? Hashem uh, has a, xerah, a decree that He wants to fulfill very quickly. The same way an almond branch grows uh, grows very quickly. So he tells him, "He You saw correctly, you saw well. So here is a new section that we're going to get into, which is an incredible section. Is is what a sight do for us? Right? When we look at the world and we look at the right things in the right way. How do we look at it? Right? How do we look at it? How do we look at it? Right? We could look at the right things in a way that inspires us, or God, or, forbid, or God forbid, and what? But what we look at, it can inspire The wrong thoughts, it can inspire the thoughts which which draw us down and which which come to hurt us. But sight is powerful. The way that we look is powerful. So when we look at the tzitzit, what's the goal? What's this going to signify? The Torah says, you should see it. and you should remember all of the mitzvot of Hashem." Rashi explains that the tzitzit, uh, come brings us to the number six thirteen because the the word titit itself is tzadi yud tzadi yud taf so tzadi is ninety yud is ten another tzadi is another ninety another yud is ten so it's a hundred and hundred which is two hundred the taf at the end is four hundred when we add that all together it's six hundred right and how do we get the thirteen right so the strings itself and we, uh, on every string of the tzitzit, there are five knots. There are five knots between the, between the between the between the the things that go around. There are five knots in every tzitzit tra- uh, strand, and there are eight strings. So with five knots and with eight strings, and we remember all of the mitzvot of Hashem, and we and we will fulfill them used to be so back in the day. Nowadays, it's being revamped. There's a whole discussion of tichelat. Used, to, the, you know, in the Torah it says you have to have at least one of them Uh with this blue dye from the chilazon, from a type of uh, a type of fish, type of snail, a type of fish that was in the ocean that can give off this this blue dye. For many years, uh, we lost the tradition of what it was, and we were only wearing white. And we're only wearing white. The Mishnah, from the times of the Mishnah, the Mishnah and the Gemara, they say that it's okay to use white, but the idea of the Techelet was to remind us of the sky. I Look, it reminds me of the sky. It reminds me uh, of the throne of Hashem. It reminds me of the greatness of God. It reminds me, the Tzitzit reminds me to look up. I have to look up and I have to think of Hashem. I have to have it with me at all times. The Gemara, the Gemara tells an amazing, amazing story, a mi- <laughs> mind blowing story uh, of a guy who had a very big Yetzirah. It's a uh, Gemara in Masechet uh, uh, Menachot lo- He loved prostitutes. Yes, and he, he loves couldn't, her- couldn't right? stop. <laughs> and he couldn't stop. Uh, so he found out uh, about one of the most famous prostitutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, morning, warning. Uh, one of the most famous prostitutes he didn't have enough money in order to uh, be able to go meet with her until he collected all of his money Arbamios and 400 gold coins right, in order to be able to go meet with her um, and he sends her and she was very famous and she was very wealthy and she you know, you had to like uh, climb uh, um, it took, she had beds on top of each other gold and silver and gold that he had to go to the top in order to meet with her, and she still sat on top of it naked. So, and this man, but one thing about him was he wears tzitzit. He wears tzitzit everywhere he went. He 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 wore a, wore a tzitzit with him. So he's so he goes and she's far away. Guys, he sends the money, makes an appointment, goes to meet with her, and he's going up the ladder. And <laughs> as he goes up the ladder. Tzitzit hits him in the face. You see them, and you remember the mitzvot of Hashem, and you remember wow. God. Oh, wow. And he says, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> right? And he goes back down. So she looks, and she says, this has never happened to me before. This has never happened. And there's a client just in the middle. Why? Why? So she, says, did you, so she says to him, did you see anything in me? Did you see anything wrong? wrong. What, 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 is there, she, what's wrong? She got insecure. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> is, 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 there's the no Jewish, money back guarantee. <laughs> yeah, this Jewish guy was no, coming up no and suddenly... Return, you, return. <laughs> you turn around, so so the man says, there's witnesses here who are testifying against me know, for what I'm doing. She says, what witnesses? What's what's that? That? There's nobody here. So these are these four tzitzit. These four tzitzit are the witnesses, and he said, "I'm I'm not even I'm, I'm Jewish. I'm sorry, I'm not able to do it." So she says, "Tell me, who are you? Who are you? Where do you live? Where are you from?" So he says, "This is who I am, but uh, uh, sorry, you know, he cancels the appointment, uh, and he loses his money. And he leaves, and he goes, he, you know." Incredible, unbelievable. The power. Then the end of the story, the Gemara says, was she became Jewish. She went and she said, I have to figure out how to convert. She goes and she converts to Judaism. Then she goes back and she finds the guy. She goes and she finds the, finds the yeshiva. She gets in touch with the with the head of the yeshiva, with the rosh yeshiva, the, the head rabbi of the yeshiva. Tell me about about the student. Um, who is this guy? And the rabbi says what, it, it sounds to me like you're interested in potentially marrying him that, that yeshiva didn't have a takana in place about uh, not so marrying uh, so <laughs> marrying converts so he said it sounds like you're interested in one of my my boys and she said yes absolutely I want to marry him and she and and they ended up getting married that's still at the the end of the Gemara is that they ended up uh, getting married and it says the same beds that she had prepared for him. Uh, in sin, and in prohibition, she, harness, she, prepared to, she prepared for him in marriage. Uh, which is a beautiful end of the story. But this is the power of tzitzit. Uritemoto, you see them, uschartem You remember uh, all of the mitzvot of Hashem. Mitzvah likrot, what other mitzvot can we do with our eyes every day? So tzitzit, super important, super powerful. The, it, but in some ways it's also a should I should add. The Korach, or the, the Midrash says, he would ask questions of Moshe Rabbeinu. He would ask questions to try to make fun of the Torah and make fun of the mitzvot. So he asked the question which became a very famous expression uh, in Israeli society. So, uh, even till today, it's a very famous wow. expression in Israeli society. So, but it's a Midrash, a lot of people don't know. It's a Midrash. So Korak says, to, um, he brings to Moshe a talit shekulat khelet. And he brings a talit that the entire clothing oh, yes, it's is te khelet. The entire clothing is with the blue dye. That's the, that's the entire clothing is, uh, is blue dye. So he shows it to Moshe and he says, Moshe, does this need tzitzit on it? Do I have to put tzitzit on this? Yeah. Moshe says, "Yeah, of course. Like any other any other garments, garment, any other four corner garment that you wear, that's the rule that Hashem said." Hashem told us that we have to, uh, to put tzitzit on it. <laughs> look what a joke Moshe Rabbeinu is making of us. right? The tchelet is supposed to be blue. The blue is supposed to remind us of the sky. We have a talit This talit, The entire talit itself is t'chelet. Of course we don't have to put tzitzit on it. Well, look what a joke Moshe Rabbeinu is making of us. Uh, he's trying to just be strict on us. A talit that's already tchelet, a talit that's already blue, I have to add strings on it? You have to add another uh, string with blue string on it, in order to remember Hashem. Why did it become a very famous expression of Talit Chukulat is that it became a mashal. Is that sometimes like uh, you have a person that thinks he's perfect, <laughs> but maybe they're not so perfect. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, so you say to the person or about the run, not in lashon hara, but it's like, yeah, this, yeah, oh. he's not a talit Shekulat Chelet You know, you yeah. not a, <laughs> He's not perfect. <laughs> you're not perfect. You're not a. <laughs> you still need the strings. <laughs> yeah, he still need the strings. <laughs> you're not, you not a talit that's uh that's only a, uh, that's only blue. So it became an uh, expression in Israeli society. But what's the meaning, and what's the depth? The depth behind it is that Hashem gives us instructions. We have to fulfill them as prescribed by Hashem. Uh, when it comes directly from the Torah, cannot uh, we it. cannot change it. We cannot we can't play with it. Because I can know one reason for it, I can know two reasons for it, but when you know, Hashem says something, I don't know, there, there could be a million and one reasons uh, for it that I'm not aware of because I, I don't even know 1% of God's mind. I don't even know 1% of why Hashem said that this is necessary for it There could be one reason, there could be two reasons, there could be a million and two reasons why. So maybe it's because of one reason, maybe there's another million reasons that I'll be ruining the mitzvah if I change the way the mitzvah is performed. And sometimes when there's something by the rabbis from the chachamim, if there's an institution from the ra and they say the reason for it, and the reason is not being fulfilled, that sometimes you can work with and you can say, okay, they never intended it for us to do this way or to do it that way. But when it comes from God, when it comes from Hashem, when it comes from the Torah, I can't change anything that God said. So Moshe Rabbeinu at the, the Korach went and looked at the reason. I'm the one in charge. Right, Korah said, "I'm the one in charge. God's not the one that's in charge." You told me that there's a, you, you told me that it's in. Uh, it's because of the tchelet reminding me of Hashem. So if it's a tchelet, it doesn't need a. It doesn't need a mitzvah, which means I can come up with situations that I'm above the law. I can come up with situations where I know more than God, right, or where I'm better. And Moshe ibn is no, uh, Hashem is Hashem. And we're mankind. We have to fulfill exactly what Hashem, what Hashem says, the way He wants it. And Hashem is the doctor, and we're the patient. Uh, what happens whenever a patient thinks that they're smarter than the doctor? You get you get worse. If, if you have a good doctor, you're uh, you know, if if assuming the doctor is a good doctor, I don't know, you don't know. Sure. Let's say let's say the top doctor, the Mashal, is the top doctor in the world. Uh, gives us a prescription to do something. You're gonna do it. And you do it. If if I don't do it. I'm more likely to hurt myself than I am to help myself. I'm trying to outsmart the doctor, right? So Hashem is the doctor of all doctors. The, uh, there's no greater doctor than to even put it in the same category. But for us to think that I know more than God or I'm sure. it's the ultimate arrogance. We we'll only come to hurt ourselves. We have to follow the prescription exactly the way the, the doctor gave it. So we we remember the tzitzit, the tzitzit, remind us of God We have, uh, oh, there's no headmaster today There's no headmaster <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, We wish everybody a wonderful Shabbat Shalom Tomorrow morning we have a class at 9.15am over here If anybody wants in this room, there's Rosh right over here uh, It's or no? <laughs> Yeah, ha ha